Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to hear more of The Glitch, you can find him on old episodes of The Legend of Retro. If you'd like to hear more from Danielle, she's guest starred on The Legend of Retro, as well as old episodes of Noiseland Arcade. Uh, if you'd like to hear more from Player One Mickey, uh, you can catch him on old episodes of GameZilla, uh, as well as uh, twitch.tv slash player, the number one, Mickey. If you'd like to hear more from me, Craig WK, you can find me on uh, old episodes of Noobs and Dragons, of course, as well as The Legend of Retro, Noiseland Arcade, and I stream occasionally over at uh, twitch.tv slash Craig underscore WK. And now, enjoy the episode. Welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. The three of you, in the depths of the Fortress of Volrock, had just kind of uh, fished uh, Aegon uh, like bait into a hole, and then something <laughs> came up. And there's a few things that I might be able to tell you here. So, you guys through the door on top of the, the hole. Something came up and green slime started to ooze out from the cracks underneath the door. And as the slime kind of pulled back into the hole, uh, it seemed like the threads of slime that were like being left behind uh, had some kind of like physical form to them. They almost seemed like musculature with like blades at the end that were like scraping against the ground. And so uh, you guys have heard something kind of slide its way back down into the depths. Uh, if you guys like, uh, go ahead and roll uh, Perception, Arcana, or Nature, and I can maybe tell you a little bit more. Uh, I'll roll for Nature. Oh, no, I'll roll for Perception. Elena, did you want to roll for Nature? Yeah, that's fine. Guess I'll take Arcana. So that's an unnatural 20. Uh, I got a 11 for Perception. And you there, uh, Garden? 14. Okay, so uh, an 11 for Perception for you, Garden? Yeah. Garden. Uh, I'm no, sorry, no, uh, Aegon. Aegon, you had uh, perception, right? Yeah. Okay, sorry about that. So, yes, Aegon, uh, you uh, heard scratching, and then at the end you heard sloshing. Uh, you didn't hear sloshing wet sounds before. Uh, you're not sure if that might just be the way this thing works, but uh, it almost strikes you that something physical made its way up the hole and then liquid slime only oozed out at the end. So it was almost like an extension of the physical thing. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Uh, okay. 
With a uh, uh, 14 garden, uh, you sense like a nasty, aberrant energy in the slime. Uh, also, to the best of your knowledge, slime is just slime. It has no physical form. This seems weird and alien that this slime would sort of have physicality to it. It doesn't seem to make sense. Uh, Elinon, uh, with your nature roll, you know that this is certainly nothing found in nature. Uh, this is nothing you're familiar with. Uh, this seems to defy all laws of nature. This seems to be something that shouldn't make sense. It should not exist in this world. Yet, here it is. You... Certainly didn't see it, but you heard it and felt its presence. Uh, you have a nasty feeling that uh, if you feel like you want to try to deal with un what's under there, you certainly can. But you get a nasty feeling that maybe this is something that you don't want to deal with. Okay. Um, guys, I think we should skedaddle. You don't want to try going down the hole again? <laughs> Maybe we'll get another bite. <laughs> yeah. Alina, do you want to you want to be the bait this time? Uh, I, I don't have the dark vision. I can't see that. Oh, way. no. He's at the top of the hole. You don't need dark vision for this. <laughs> you might not need dark vision. <laughs> uh, I'm good. All right. So um, I think I think we're going to make our way out of the out of the fortress of Volrock and do you guys just want to head back towards town? Yes. Sure. So you guys step out of the fortress. Uh, if you please, there are a few rolls on the table. Uh, there's a survival check. Uh, there's a perception check. And uh, there would also be an insight check. I'll do... I'll go... Oh, you guys pick, yeah. I'll do insight. What were the other ones? Survival and what? Survival as well as, uh, what else did I say? Uh, perception, I believe. I'll do perception. Okay, I'll do survival. I got a 19. I got a 12. I got a 16. With your uh, survival check, Elianot. When you first arrived in the fortress, the wear and tear of this place didn't really catch your attention. However, now that you've come outside and dealt with that thing, you see an unmistakable trail of scratch marks coming from the fortress and going up one of the walls. And seems to be seems to have gone in the direction of the woods. Your perception check uh, also backs that up. You can get to the wall of the tower. You go up a ladder, and you look over, and you can see that the trail, sure enough, goes into the woods. With your insight check, Garden. Knowing all this, you get a nasty feeling, and you don't know if it's your imagination, uh, but that nasty feeling 
points you in the direction of the south. You have no evidence for it, but you feel like whatever this was heading into the woods, you think that it likely headed in the south. Whether there are multiples of this thing, whether it's splintered off from itself, whether it went into the woods and went back into that pit, you don't really know for certain. Uh, but that's all the evidence that you can find. What time of day is it? You guys have rested uh, uh, quite a bit. Uh, you guys arrived in the uh, uh, morning, correct? I do believe? Yeah. Yes. At yeah. this point, it would likely be in the evening. This is like late afternoon. What would you guys like to do? Hey, you guys think what makes sense for us to maybe pitch here and then travel at first, first daylight? That way we can travel throughout the day. We should go as far as we can. Once it gets dark, we can always set up camp. I don't like this place very much. Yeah. And especially if there's scratch marks over here, because God knows if that's coming back. Yeah, but I feel like I, I feel like it kind of head, head, took headed for south. I mean, it's it's like a a gut gut feeling. I mean, either way, we gotta head south to go back to town. Damned so, if you right, do. If you guys are okay going. Damned if you do, damned if you don't, honestly. Yeah, I say we head south as much as we can before we have to rest. What do you guys think? That's what I think, too. I don't like being here. Well, it as much as it makes sense to spend the night here and travel with daylight, it also makes sense to get the hell away from this place as soon as possible, especially with that thing in the cellar. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that thing. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> that thing. So, you guys start traveling now. You don't have a lot of time before uh, uh, you'd have to, you know, spend the night. Uh, but you can get a little bit of traveling in, for sure. Uh, if you guys please. Uh, as per usual, uh, every day that you travel, uh, you get to make a roll. So, survival check to find your way, survival check to find food and water, perception to keep watch, stealth to cover trails, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of whatever you'd like to do throughout the traveling period. Um, I would like to make a separate survival check to find herbs. Yeah, I would allow that. Uh, you have a, a choice. I think I... Uh, you know what? Uh, instead of survival, uh, nature for finding herbs. I'd rather do survival. <laughs> You're better at survival? I'll allow that then. Uh, I got a 14. So, uh, Aegon is going to look for herbs uh, along your trip to the south. Uh, what are you, uh, Garden, doing uh, through your side? Um, you said what were the three options? Well, there's pretty much the sky's the limit. It's whatever you really oh, want to do. But as far as the way I see it goes, the basics are survival to no direction, survival to find food and water, 
perception to keep watch. Those are some of the basics. Okay. Um, I guess I'll do a perception. Sure, you're going to keep watch, so go ahead and make a perception check. That would be a 19. All right. And uh, Elianot, uh, what are you doing? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I guess I can do a survival for food and water. Absolutely. Uh, go ahead and uh, roll survival to find food and water. That is a five. Wonderful. Uh, <laughs> I, nobody is determining direction. Uh, so uh, go ahead and do me a salad. Uh, garden, roll me a d20. Just a d20 on its own. Fifteen. You feel like you're probably going in the right direction. You're not paying attention to the stars or compasses or maps. You know, you don't need that stuff. And uh, you guys start heading in what you think is the south. Uh, it's along a trail, so it shouldn't be too hard. Uh, and you guys are walking. Uh, with a five, Elianod, uh, anytime you find what it's, you think is edible, you get a bad feeling and... Maybe it's just the fact of what you just saw, knowing that something's out in these woods. Uh, but you just you just get the gut feeling to just go with rations rather than the food and water in the uh, forest. Uh, with a 14 uh, there, Aegon, you do find plenty of uh, uh, medicinal herbs and stuff. Nothing too rare or anything, but uh, uh, you, you get a, a decent amount. You think that uh, 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 with some... Purchased uh, chemicals from the uh, the village. You think that you could probably make a, a healing potion for cheaper than what it would be sold for in a store. Okay. I. Uh, hey, uh, Garden, you are walking along and listening, and every so often your friends will dart into the woods and look for food or herbs or something, and you wait and I. Uh, you're on high alert. Uh, you don't like the fact that, you know, you've seen this grisly stuff. Uh, but nothing seems to be coming. Uh, you don't hear really much in the way of animals. Uh, nothing really jumps out at you or anything. And so you travel for some hours. And night starts to set in. And the night is especially dark. Uh, with the, the trees covering, uh, it's, you know, really hard to see. And so you guys have reached a point where it's probably a good idea to set up camp, though you're certainly welcome to continue marching if you would prefer. Well, let's set up camp. Yeah, I think it's good to rest. Sure. So you guys find a clearing. It's not too far from the road. And you guys uh, go ahead and uh, set up camp. Are you guys doing a campfire? Um, I'd prefer not to. <laughs> uh, we have one vote against campfire. Is, have, it, is I, it cold? I have blankets. It is quite cold. A, uh, it, is, it is the tail end of winter. And so, I mean, it gets very cold at night. I think we have a fire. Because those who make wolf calls don't get to uh, talk about stealth. Fair point. Uh, Garden, <laughs> how are you feeling? 
I'm feeling quite okay. Well, new question. Uh huh. Dragon, uh, like, 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 dragonborn. Like, how reptilian are they? Like, like, does the cold, like, you know, endothermic? You would uh, not necessarily be cold blooded. Uh, so you're not at you're not more ex- uh, uh, susceptible to the cold necessarily. Uh, uh-huh. You know, I guess as a, a red scale dragonborn, maybe you prefer warmer climates, but you don't have to. It's you know that's your character. Okay. Well, it uh, it depends on who's taking first watch. You know, we can leave it up to the watch to uh, make a I'll fire. I'll take first watch. No, you won't. <laughs> well, keep in mind too that uh, being exposed to the elements, you know, like a a, a winter night without a fire, might not be great health wise. Even if I have blankets, it doesn't help with anything like that. Oh, and your health is shit anyway. <laughs> Imagine I, uh, I, uh, you know, a uh, a March night, spending the night in like Michigan, where we live, with only a blanket. It would blow. Like it's not, you know. Don't be wrong. A blanket's better than not having one. Uh, it would potentially be the difference between life and death. It's just a matter of how comfortable you want to be. Listen, we're setting the fire, and yeah, you're sleeping first. Yeah, we can set the fire, first. and I'll sleep first. Sure thing. So Garden and Aegon are going to bed first, and then Ellie and Ad will wake one of you up for second watch. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. No wolf noises. No wolf noises. Let's hope not. Uh, Ellie and Ad, uh, go ahead and make me a perception check as your friends go to sleep and you take first watch. Can I give her guidance before I go to sleep? It wouldn't affect the perception roll for an entire night's watch. I just have one roll throughout the entire watch, so okay. uh, afraid not. So I got a 10. With a 10, uh, you keep watch. The night is chilly, but the fire is going, so you're feeling pretty comfortable. Uh, and you don't hear anything. Uh, it's quiet. Uh, it's calm. The, the trees make it so you can't see the stars especially well, but it's a fairly clear night. Uh, and despite what you saw earlier in the day, still kind of, you know, kind of wearing on your edge uh, or the on your nerves a bit, uh, you feel more comfortable. Maybe about three hours pass, give or take, and uh, you start feeling tired. Uh, you feel like uh, one of your friends should probably take over for the next watch. Okay, so I'm going to go wake up Garden. Garden, you're stirred awake, and uh, uh, you feel like, or you, it is your time to, to keep watch. Elianad, are you going to bed? Yeah. Elianad has nothing to report. Perception check, if you please, Garden. 17. With a 17, uh, maybe about 45 minutes pass, and far, far in the distance, far to the south, you hear a wolf howl. It's loud and deep, much very similar to the, the wolf howl that was heard nights before, but it's very far in the south doesn't seem like it's close by and so you kind of get on edge a little bit especially 
you know, everything that had happened in the previous nut or this uh, uh, previous day. Uh, but nothing else seems to happen. And otherwise, the night is pretty clear. A few hours pass, maybe about three or four, and you feel like it's time for uh, Aegon to take his turn. You think he's probably pretty well rested at this point. I go wake Aegon up. Aegon, you have your full health, your spells back, etc., etc. And anything you want to report there, uh, Garden? Uh, yeah, I kind of want to, you know, kind of like, you know, whisper, hey, uh, Aegon, I heard sound of a wolf, a uh, wolf howl coming from the south. It was far away. It kind of shook me a little bit, but I don't think it's nothing to be alarmed. You said from the south? From the south. It was quite a distance away. Interesting. I wonder if this has any connection to the being that we saw at the the fortress. All right, I uh, I sit down. Perception check, if you please. Garden goes sure. to bed. That's a five. With a five, you are sitting there. You don't really hear much of anything. I. Uh, you don't smell anything out of the ordinary that you know wouldn't already be in the woods. Uh, nothing catches your attention. Uh, some hours pass, and uh, your friends begin to wake up, and the sun starts rising. The The night went through, and it was fairly peaceful, all things considered. Cool. You guys uh, wake what up. Is the, oh, yeah. What is the weather like right now? Uh, uh, it was pretty clear throughout the night. Roll me a d20 uh, there, uh uh, Aegon, and I can tell you more. 13. With a 13, it's pretty clear. Uh, it was certainly cold at night, uh, but uh, as the sun's coming up, it seems like it's going to be maybe a little on the warmer side. Uh, you think you'll have warmer days and cold nights. I would like to use my druid craft and just make some flowers bloom out of nowhere, just like on the trail. Sure. You, As you're waiting for your friends to wake up, flowers start blooming around the camp. Uh, and, uh, uh, it looks very lovely. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, roll me a d20, just to be on the safe side. Sure. Uh, four. With a four, I... Uh, That's so lovely. They're, yeah, I mean, they're, they're okay. Uh, you know, if you like dandelions, you know, whatever. No, they're fine. Uh, I, they they are quite lovely. That four was not necessarily a uh, indicator for the loveliness of the flowers. That was for something else. Uh, nice. Don't worry, it's fine. I uh, so I uh, you know our like I said, a few hours pass. Your friends start waking up. You guys clean up your camp, and you guys you know eat so uh, make sure to knock off rations for last night and then this morning of course uh so a couple of your rations are gone i uh, but i uh, yeah you guys are are feeling a little better i uh, nothing jumped out at you in the middle of the night so you know you kind of want to chalk this up as a win cool 
I. It's another traveling day. Uh, you guys have a basically like one more day of travel before you can uh, get to your uh, uh, destination, uh, the village. So, uh, what would you guys like to roll for your travel? Food and water. Food and water. Uh, so, uh, Aegon's gonna uh, make a survival check to find food and water. Uh, what are you doing there, Garden? Uh, I'll still be uh, percepting. Go ahead and make a perception check. And uh, Ellie and I, how about for you? I'll do direction. Sure. Survival for you as well. So mine's a 17. I got a 14 for food and water. With a 14, uh, as you guys are traveling through the woods... Uh, oh, and what'd you get for perception there, Garden? Uh, natural 20. Wow! Uh, with a... Uh, okay. So... With uh, uh, 14, you are able to find food and water for the three of you throughout the day. Uh, so throughout the rest of the day, you won't need to use rations. You can fill up water skins, things like that. Uh, with a 17, uh, it does look like you guys were a little... The, the trail you took was a little off the, the, the path that, that you know would have directly led you to the village. Uh, so you get yourselves back on track and you're making good time. With a natural 20, uh, Garden, you, uh, in the, the midst of your walking, you stop and you see into like a, a clearing in the woods and something about it catches your attention. And so you bring everybody, you know, into the woods to get a good look and you find a trail of ripped up earth and melted away plant life that is heading in the south. You think this is the trail of whatever it was that came out of the fortress. Great. I... I think whatever came out of the fortress did this. I'm gonna have to go with big fat duh there. If you guys like, uh, go ahead and you can make a nature check. Uh, you can make a survival check. Uh, you could also make a uh, nature survival. I'd say uh, investigation. All right, survival. All right. We got a seven on survival. Investigation. Investigation? Uh, 17. 17? And on nature, I got a 10. Mm, ooh, I got a 10. <laughs> oh, well, I haven't gotten a 1 yet today, so. <laughs> Anywho, uh, with, uh, uh, with your survival check there, uh, Aegon, all you can tell is that it was heading to the south. Uh, that's about all you can tell. With a uh, 17 for investigation, uh, it looks like, uh, from what you can tell, you think this was some days ago. Uh, so you don't think this thing is likely still in the area. Uh, you feel like this was, you know, quite a few days ago this thing ripped through here. Uh, and the, the uh, 
the thing does seem to kind of veer off. Uh, it's certainly heading to the south, but it looks like it's not making like a beeline towards the village so much as it is just sort of like, from what you can tell, it's kind of wobbling along. It's like path isn't a direct route or anything. Uh, and then otherwise, uh, Elianad, uh, with your nature check, typically with, uh, you know, like slimes and oozes, uh, you know, there, there'd likely be like, you know, bits of it that fall off or get stuck to things, but you don't see that here. It kind of lends credence to the idea that its physical form is the slime, despite that not really making much sense. Hmm. So at this point, uh, you guys have a few options that I can think of that I'd like to know your opinion on. Uh, you guys can get back on the trail, uh, as Elianod had, you know, uh, described, and, and head back towards the village. Or you can try to follow this thing. What would you guys like to do? Or anything else you guys think of? Well, if we're, like, thinking that this came through here days ago and not recently, then that leads me to believe that there's more than one of whatever was at the fortress. So I don't know, but I just don't think it's a good idea to go chasing after it. I mean, we know at least kind of what it is so I'll leave it up to you guys if you want to go chasing after it that's fine I just think that we're going to put ourselves in a situation where we're running into more than one how far away from the town are we at this point oh uh, it's almost a, uh, like a full day's travel so like 20 something miles so we've only got 10 miles <clears throat> uh, yeah you haven't gone especially far you have like uh, the, the, the rest of the day travel uh, so you haven't yeah, gone super far I feel like we should head back to the village and report our findings just in case. Okay. They need, they need to check. I mean, I was curious. I was wanting to walk the trail, but if you two want to go back to town, that I, we can do that. Well, why do you want to walk the trail? Well, if it was days ago, then I think that it's not this way. I'm still under the assumption that there's one thing. Yeah, but we saw one thing. Right. And I know at that we the, heard the wolf cry. Wait, no, no, no. We saw one thing at the fortress, though. Right. If we saw one thing at the fortress and days have not passed, go with me here. Right. We know that it's passed through here with days ago, mm -hmm. then we know that there would be more than one, right? Unless, it, was, unless it made its way back days right. ago to the fortress. Yeah, right. but, I mean, I guess... If you guys want to follow the trail, then we can Well, I mean, it sounds like you guys want to go to town. I was just explaining my feelings about the situation. So, we can go to town. Sure. So, you guys have essentially voted, and uh, despite Aegon wanting to, to follow the thing, uh, Garden and Elianon are a little bit more reluctant, and so uh, you guys get back to the trail and continue uh, walking along uh Till you get to the village. So, uh, with, you know, uh, the day's travel, you'll likely get to Lava Cloud Village uh, kind of late into the evening, maybe even nighttime. 
Uh, did you okay. want to do that, or did you want to take your time and camp out and then get there in the morning? Would the... Would Angus or Agnes, would she still be at her shop at that time of day, or would she have already gone? Likely already gone. The, it, it's okay. such a quiet little village that they're not, op- like, a lot of the shops aren't really open late. The bar and the inn would be the only things open late. Right. What do you guys want to do? I mean, we can always stay in town, but I'm afraid of uh, somebody having nightmares. I mean, you know. I think I think we should stay in town. So you guys want to uh, push through to the uh, uh, and get to the uh, village at night? Yep. Yes. Sure. Okay. So hours and hours pass throughout the day, and you guys start getting tired. Uh, but you found food along your way, and so you you know eat as you walk. And uh, finally, as the the sun is already set and it starts getting quite cold, uh, you guys arrive in Lava Cloud Village. Uh, you can see lights on at the uh, uh, the bar, and the inn's uh, uh, lights are dimmed, but it does look like there's somebody inside. Where do you guys want to go? Let's go to the inn. Let's go to bed. It's late. It doesn't look like Agnes is at her uh, blacksmith place. Roll a d20 for me. Sure. Uh, five. Looks like all the lights are off. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, let's go to the inn. Sure. So you guys walk into Susanna's inn, and you see uh, Charlotte Foster... Uh, looks to be uh, uh, kind of like, you know, uh, poking at the fire with uh, like one of the, you know, metal pokers. And uh, she sees the uh, uh, three of you walk in and she goes, oh, evening. How are you doing tonight? Well, quite well. I didn't know if you'd be back uh, in time. I uh, was just getting ready to turn off all the lights and start heading to bed. Okay, well, we're back, so we'd like our rooms. Oh, absolutely. They're open. They're just waiting on you. Okay. Uh, Anything you guys want to ask or tell her before uh, uh, you guys head to bed? Yeah, I want to ask her if there's anything unusual in the couple days we've been gone. Unusual? No, nothing I can think of. It's been pretty standard. Pretty standard uh, uh, here, as per usual. Any new visitors to the town? No, none that I've seen. None that are staying here, that's for sure. Have you heard any strange howling lately? Well, I mean, this village is, is you know, nestled in the, the woods. Uh, you know, there's certainly animal calls here and there, but nothing out of the ordinary. No strange wolf calls? No, absolutely not. From the south. Strange calls from the south? No, I don't think so. You notice anything from the north? No, nothing in particular. How about east or west? Let's just check all our bases here. (laughs) East, you say? No, she says no to everything. Uh, Keep in mind that uh, you guys are welcome to uh, roll insight uh, on 
lies, motives, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. Hicks. I'll roll. Go right or, ahead. Uh, uh, with, with guidance. Yes, I roll. Uh, roll for insight. Uh, yeah. So add a d4. So roll guidance. Add, uh, roll uh, insight. Add all your bonuses. Roll a d4. Add that to the total. 19, 19. With a 19, uh, yeah, no, uh, you think that uh, when you asked about strange animal noises of the South, you're pretty sure she was glossing over the fact that she absolutely heard something. Uh, but you know that uh, everyone who is a resident of the village will not talk about anything going on in the South. But you think that she absolutely heard something. Would Arnold Kane be in his uh, building at Ooh. this time? Uh, roll a G20. 11. 11. It looks like the lights are off uh, and has seem seemingly left his uh, uh, place to go to his home up, uh, a little in the north. Right, I guess we'll, we'll check on him in the morning. Why are you so anxious to get to all these people? Because who knows what's going to happen tonight. I, That's foreboding. I agree with, with Aegon. About what? About needing to let, uh, you know, <laughs> communicate as soon as possible based on the things that we've seen. Uh, someone How needs are you two over. the biggest babies ever? Babies? And I am the only girl in this group. Like, it's you called... guys whine and piss and moan Man, about I'm just trying to get thing. to everybody before they die. That's all I'm trying to do. Go to sleep, get some rest, and Does, do uh... shit in the morning. <laughs> It's called erring on the side of caution. And don't short sell yourself just because you're a woman. You you all can do mighty things. Um, <laughs> do I ask? I, I want to ask Charlotte if there is uh, is has all the meals for the evening been been turned over, or is there something I can eat? I uh, uh, make a persuasion check. Sure. Not my forte. Ten. With a 10, uh, she lets you know that uh, uh, she has a little bit uh, of leftovers. Uh, because you guys were gone, she wasn't really preparing much in the way of meals. Uh, but she has a little bit of food that she can bring out. All right. So I eat that up. Sure. So she brings the three of you out. Uh, a, you know, not a very luxurious meal, but a small meal nonetheless. Uh, you guys fill up your bellies and you feel a little bit better. And uh, she lets you know that uh, uh, if you need her, she's on the first floor. Uh, and she wishes you all a very good night. Right. I make my way up to my room. Yeah, so do I. As do I. And the three of you, uh, find yourselves in your rooms. Uh, I imagine you latch them. Uh, yep. Lock them behind yes, me. latch it behind yep. me. You guys latch up your rooms. And... I slide a chair in front of my door. And you slide your chair in front of the door. Uh, it definitely doesn't hurt. And, uh, yeah, so you guys uh, all head to bed. All three of you make me a d20 roll. Before I go to bed, I want to empty out what's left in my flask and drink it all. Sure, you down what's in your flask, uh, the last of the liquor... Uh, hits your gut and warms your belly, and then you head to bed. You said perception? Uh, no, just a d20 roll. Four. Fifteen. Fourteen. Aegon. Yeah. Make me a perception check. Uh, 
Okay. <laughs> 20. Unnatural. With a 20, you hear I the sound of uh, something kind of rattling on your window. The wind. Surely just the wind. But you wake up and you feel an uncomfortable kind of feeling. What would you like to do? Uh, examine the noise? Sure. You get up out of bed and you look at the window and I uh, the the window rattles like you know like almost like it sort of rat like stops rattling uh, just as you get up and look at the window and it stops rattling. The noise is no longer there. Okay. What would um, you like to do? Can I roll for Arcana? Sure, roll Arcana. Sure. Uh, 16. 16? Uh, there could be spells that would do such a thing. Uh, there's magic that creates wind. There's magic that opens passages. But this wasn't really opening so much as it was like rattling around. Uh, okay. I would like to cast Druidcraft and have a wind blow against the glass back at it. You create a little gust of wind and it rattles the window a bit. Nothing happens. Okay. Wait, no, actually, I take that back. Uh, you create the wind and it hits the window. But it doesn't rattle like the rattling was doing before. The wind you create doesn't make the same noise as what you were hearing before. So it's almost like it's not wind that's rattling it, it's something rattling it. That's what it seems like. Okay. Can I make a perception check again to see if I see anything outside the window again? Yeah, now you uh, had just got up and looked at the window. Go ahead and make right. a perception check as you get closer to the window. Uh, six. With a six, you look out the window and you don't really see anything. Hmm. But you look at the window itself and you can see all along the edges of the window are little tiny scratch marks. The faintest little tiny nicks in the glass. What would you like to do? I'd like to touch the glass. You touch the glass and it's cold on your hand. Okay. Like, I don't, like if I touch the scratches, are they on the outside or the inside? They're on the outside. Okay. At least there's that. <laughs> Gotta count for something. <laughs> uh... I guess I head back to bed if I don't see anything. You don't see anything. You don't hear anything. And 
as you get back into bed and get yourself to sleep, the only thing on your mind is that you can sort of smell this sort of acrid, acidic smell that just sort of lingers in the air a bit. Hours pass, and the three of you are awake. I... Garden and Elianad, the, the, well, actually, let's start with you, Garden. You wake up and you're rested, but you feel like you didn't sleep especially well. Uh, you don't remember any nightmares in particular, uh, though it, you feel like maybe you woke up a few times throughout the night. Uh, you know, not the best night of sleep of your life. Uh, did you want to head downstairs to, uh, uh, get breakfast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Move, move the, move the chair. Not, not quietly. Just slide it across. Sure, you slide it across the room, and uh, you start heading downstairs. Elianad, uh, you uh, wake up, and uh, your, uh, uh, you wake up and you hear the sound of of Garden like sliding a chair obnoxiously through his room. <laughs> But you were kind of waking up anyway, so it's not really a big deal. Uh, but you uh, awake, and you find sitting in the chair across the room is your friend May. And she says, well, good morning, sunshine. Good morning. Did you find anything out for me? Yeah, so you wanted me to kind of dig up some dirt on the Payne family. That's correct. Well, I can tell you, they're into some nasty stuff. Well, seemingly nasty stuff. Near as I can tell, they absolutely have a hand in crime throughout the world. This merchant family is big. And they really, really don't like to hand the reins of their business over to anybody else. It's got to be handed over to family. I hmm. uh, apparently uh, uh, your friend Arnold is a little bit of a black sheep of the family, though. Okay. From what I gather, he seems to kind of be the odd one of the the lot. He's you know sort of eschewed the 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 high life, you know, big time life in the big city, and nestled in here in the country. The rest of the family seems to kind of think he's a little odd for that. Okay. Uh, was there anything else you had May look into? Or was it just uh, uh, Arnold and the Payne family? No, it was him and Pam. There was one other person that I said. I gotta see, because I'm pretty sure I wrote it down. Yeah, I don't remember offhand, but I feel like there was someone else. No, there was one other person. Anyone popping in your head? Uh, yeah, Pierce McGregor. Pierce McGregor. She shakes her head and she says... No, nothing. He's nobody who's ever been in the city. Uh, he must have lived his whole life out here. Uh, 
near as I can tell, he uh, 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 maybe sold crops, you know, but for the most part is kind of just, you know, had his own personal farm to near as I can tell. Never interacted with any of my contacts anyway. Okay. Well, that was, that was it. That was the only people I had her look into. She kind of nods and uh, she says, well, I'll, uh, I'll be back. I'm glad that I caught you at uh, the right time. Would have been weird hanging out here any longer than I have to. And she kind of looks around and seems a little uncomfortable. All right, well, make sure you come back soon. I may have some more names for you. Sure, sure. And she gets to the uh, window, and it looks like she's going to escape out the window yet again. She doesn't like to be seen. And she pauses for a moment, and she looks over, and she says, Elena, do you, uh, do you think a lot about what happened, uh, you know, before you got uh, thrown in the clink? No, not much. She nods and she says, yeah, I suppose not. Says, I'll see you again soon. And she darts out the window and closes it behind her. Aegon. Yeah. You wake up. And you, you would almost think that that was just a weird nightmare you had. But sure enough, you can still see on the outside of your window are little tiny scratch marks. Maybe they were there before, but you didn't notice them before. Okay. Um, I make my way downstairs. You head downstairs. Uh, your uh, uh, innkeeper, uh, Charlotte Foster, has uh, made breakfast. Uh, it looks like she's kind of busying herself with cleaning up in the kitchen after having uh, uh, made breakfast for you guys. And uh, your friends are... Uh, uh, Elian, you went downstairs to eat, right? Yeah. Yeah, your friends are already uh, eating and waiting for you. Okay. Um, hey, guys. Uh, I had a really strange night. The window was shaking, and I noticed a bunch of scratch marks on my window. I'm not sure if they were there prior, but man, it, I had a weird, like, acidy, smelly feeling from, like, before when I was in that hole. I didn't know if it was the same thing, but it does not feel right. Did you happen to notice any shadows? I don't remember seeing anything. Not with I a six, he didn't. Nope. <laughs> um... Can I bring them up to my room to see if they see this as well? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so you guys eat breakfast. Uh, you quickly hurry through your meal, and uh, Charlotte, you know, you know, makes a remark like, "Oh, weren't you hungry?" And you guys head upstairs, and uh, yeah, sure enough, the little tiny scratch marks are all along the edges of the window, uh, almost like uh, so. If the window's like this, they're like all around the edges. It was like a border, yeah. Yeah, like a border, exactly. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what this is from, but it's familiar. Well, why don't we go outside and look and see if there's anything on, like, the outside of the building also? 
You can. So yeah. you guys head outside, and it's a brisk morning. Uh, the sun's rising, but otherwise, you know, it's it's not too terrible out. Uh, and you guys uh, make perception checks, all three of you. 17. I got a one. Oh, I got a one. I got a six. <laughs> so with a one, and that's your first of the day, right? Correct. You don't notice anything. Uh, with a six, you look up, and yeah, you're not really noticing a whole lot either. Uh, Aegon, uh, yeah, you don't really notice much in the way of scratch marks leading to your window. So maybe it's a coincidence. Yeah, but these, whatever this is, it's not leaving trails of anything. It's it's leaving marks, but, you know, if this slime being whatever it is, it's not leaving any kind of slime that's true. behind. Right, but it's scratched all up the wall. I mean, assuming that's what it was, it scratched the crap out of the wall to climb into the woods. You don't see any scratch marks on the side of the building. They're on your window, so, yeah, you don't know. Why is it that the two of you can never rest? You always have these issues. Well, I mean, you know, who knows? Maybe tomorrow night you'll see a deer in your dreams. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you, you've seen weird stuff, too, for the record. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I've seen it in reality, not in dreams. Hard to argue with that. Uh, though, what are, what is reality? What are dreams? <laughs> but anyhow, uh, the three of you are outside. What would you guys like to yeah. do? I like to add to Agnes to drop off the weapons we found at the fortress. Yeah, so you guys head on over to Mithril Menders. Uh, Mithril Menders, uh, the small blacksmith shop. Uh, you already early in the morning are hearing hammering begin. Uh, the forge is, you know, gotten going, and uh, Agnes uh, uh, kind of pops her goggles off from over her eyes as you guys walk in, and uh, 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 she puts uh, the uh, axe she was working on back into the fire, and she walks up. She says, oh, how can I help you? Hey, Agnes. Uh, we came back from the Fortress of Volrock, and I believe we found some dwarven-made goods. Oh, let me have them. Let's see. Okay, so I hand over the short sword, the battle axe, the glaven, and the other short sword. So I have two short swords, a battle axe, and the glaven. Sure. So she takes a look at them all, and she uh, uh, very, very carefully looks them all over. And you can hear her mutter to herself in Dwarven every so often. Do any of you speak Dwarven? Uh, nope. Nope. She mutters in Dwarven every so often, but you can't quite make out what she's saying. Uh, if you guys want, roll insight. Okay. Um, I cast Guidance on Elianod. Okay, so what is that? Uh, That's a d4. Yep, add a d4 to all, everything else you're rolling. So that would be an unnatural 20. I got a 12. Got a 16. Uh, the three of you think that I... I she is, uh, uh, you think she's fairly impressed with the weapons, uh, though you think she's quite picky. You think that she's like, you know, like every little nick and scratch, she's sort of like, you know, bemoaning the fact that, you know, they're not in perfect shape. Uh, but she, after analyzing them all, uh, looks over to the uh, three of you and she says, 
Aye, I'll pay you for uh, pay you pretty handsomely for him. Okay. You interested in selling? Yes. Uh, she lets you know that she'll give you twenty five gold apiece. Uh, so a hundred gold altogether. Okay, that yeah, sounds fair sounds to me. Sweet. Sounds fair. Yep. Typically, used weapons wouldn't sell for nearly that much. Okay. She thanks you and she says, Oh, it's nice to know that dwarven made goods are being ripped out of the hands of bandits and other nasty things. Did, were there many goblins there? Uh, yes and no. Um, there was quite a few. She kind of nods and doesn't really know exactly what you're going for. Uh, you don't think she's very insightful. Uh, and she goes, Aye, well, uh, if they were goblins, I hope you executed them. There are no more in the fortress. Uh, right, proper thing to do. She takes the weapons off your hands and uh, uh, takes them into the back room. She comes back out and she says, well, Is there anything else I can do for you? Um, I ask her how the nights have been since the last time we talked. Is there anything strange happened in the city? No, nothing too strange is happening. Uh, yeah, strange animal calls from the south. The south, you say? Aye, the south, yeah. Uh, none of the villagers seem to want to chat about it, but uh, uh, from what I gather, there's strange things that went down down there. Interesting. Aye, aye. Okay. Um, anyone new to town since uh, in the last couple of days? Nah, there's been no one new. Uh, we don't get many visitors uh, here in Lava Cloud Village. The bar gets in deliveries of wines and ales every so often, and, you know, there might be merchants that pop in, but uh, uh, Mr. Payne seems to kind of run things when it comes to merchants, so I, I don't see him very often. Hmm. Okay. She nods and uh, asks if there's anything else she can help you guys out with. I got nothing. I'm good. It, would, it, would it do any good to have her look at my longsword? Uh, if she has the ability to analyze things magically, she might be able to tell you more. But otherwise, if she doesn't, then it would only be what you already know. Okay. And she looks at the three of you. Uh, is there anything else I can help you out with? Nope. I, uh, I make my way out and I thank her for her, her time. She yes. waggles her hammer in the air. She says, off you, with you now. If you need me, I'll be here in the shop. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Uh, who did she give the gold to, by the way? Oh, uh, who took it? Elianod had the weapons, so. Elianod, you have 100 gold. How you want to divvy that out is up to you. Okay. So I'm going to give each of them 35, and then I'll take 30. That works. Cool. All right. Uh, where to next? Uh i kind of like to head to the church and see if I can get this, uh, see if they can look over this, this sword. Yeah, maybe Phineas might know a little bit. I'm good with that. The most likely person in town, you think, uh, I mean, it could be possible that Phineas oh, would know. Uh, Glenda Monasyrup, uh deals in magical stuff. Uh, she might be a better bat. That's right. Yeah, let's, uh, yeah, scratch that. Let's head to uh, the Glenda's uh, first. 
Sure. So you guys head on over to uh, Monosyrup Alchemical Reagents. Okay. Uh, and you guys pop into the store, and and little Glenda is uh, uh, busying herself behind the counter, sitting out there, standing on a step stool. And even then, her head just barely goes over the counter, and she sees the three of you. She goes, "Yes. How can I help you?" Linda, my dear, how are you doing today? Oh, my arthritis has been bothering me. It's quite cold at night, but aside from that, I'm fine. Um, well, I'm sorry to hear that. Would, would, would you, uh, how do you feel about blueberries? Blueberries? I love yes, I, blueberries. I have a lovely bottle of blueberry wine for you. Oh, well, isn't that take, wonderful? Take, take a bottle out of my bag and I put it on the counter. Well, shall I open it for us? No, no, no. You that's that's for you. You can enjoy that, you know, when you when you when you're done, close the shop up. That's for you to relax. Oh, wonderful. For me, you say? Indeed, yes it is. Oh, that's so kind. And she uncorks the bottle. Glenda, <laughs> <laughs> my dear, um, would you be able to take a look at this sword for me? Let me know what you uh what you what you think about it. <clears throat> Oh, yes, and she puts the bottle down after having guzzled straight from it. Uh, and she says, well, certainly, I, I can do that. Uh, if you need me to analyze it, uh, not as quite as sharp as I was in my youth, you see. <clears throat> Excuse me, but uh, if you can pay for the, uh, the material components that are used for the spell, then I can certainly do that. How much? Well, it'd be 50 gold to analyze a magical item. If you guys okay. want, you can roll Arcana. You got a 19. Uh, Aegon, you're very sure that it costs exactly 50 gold to analyze the item. You don't think she's upcharging, uh, likely because you brought her a bottle of blueberry wine. Okay. <laughs> All right, I hand her the uh, the fifty gold pieces. Yeah, so she uh, uh, draws like a magical circle onto the ground with chalk, uh, and she begins to analyze the item. And after a few moments of of you know kind of like kind of kind of like blowing dust into the air around the item and stuff, and casting this like magical spell. Uh, a few moments go by, and you see the the uh, the magical circle that she's drawn out glow for a second. Uh, kind of just like this, like kind of uh, uh, white light, and then the magic circle, you know, in this kind of weird pentagrammy type shape, changes to like a, 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 a kind of a flickering purple color. And she says, oh, my. Oh, this is very foreboding indeed. I can't tell how this item is afflicted, but I believe it is cursed. It seems to have been around or have has absorbed power from aberrant energy. Mm, average, you say? 
Well, it's a good thing you brought it to me and didn't attune it to yourself, honey. I don't know what would happen. And she takes another sip of wine. Hey. But, but I would assume that dangerous things would happen to you if you had. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.